not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get it and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to It's Just Football. I'm Trevor Sikama. That is Mike Granner joining you guys for the last time this week as we get ready for the holiday weekend. So, guys, so glad that you guys are here hanging out with us for this one. This is a jam-packed show. This is going to be a fun one, Mike. In the spirit of Christmas, Mike and I are giving Christmas gifts, NFL draft Christmas gifts, to all 32 NFL teams. So your team will be mentioned in this show. We're also giving, of course, our bold predictions for what is going to be a great NFL weekend. Mike, how are you feeling today, my friend? I'm feeling good. Excited for the Christmas weekend. Uh, the slate of games. Another Saturday, Sunday banger. Just love it. And a lot on Saturday for this yeah, one. They yeah. flipped, yeah, right? They flipped, we got three games last Saturday and all the rest of the games on Sunday, but it flips because Christmas is on uh, is on a Sunday this time around. Do you hear the music or is that just me? I do, yeah. Getting, a little Christmas, getting in spirit. Getting a little Christmas music in here, getting ready for the show. Shout out to Brandon Young, who was the chat champ from yesterday, um, who I better be in the chat, better be in the chat, because this is going to be a heavily involved chat show. We're giving Christmas gifts to all these teams, so we got to hear from you guys. Who do you want? your favorite team to get in the 2023 NFL Draft. We kept it decently realistic. I mean, there are some funny ones in there. There are a little bit of stretches in there, but I, we try to keep it decently realistic about some gifts that you could actually receive. Did you do the same? I didn't check I did. all yours. Yes, I, I believe so. Any crazy ones? I, I don't think anyone too crazy. Tried to kind of keep it by the book. Tried to, tried to really give a gift that they deserve. Okay. Like Bryce Young going to the Denver Broncos, even though they don't pick until 25. Correct. We, we're not doing that. They're not getting we're not doing that. such a Although that would be sick. Let's get uh, let's get the production portal boys into the show here. We get Quinn and Saab with us. No Eli today. Well, I shouldn't say that. Eli is obviously involved in the show, but he's probably in the In spirit and in the chat. In spirit and in the chat. How are we feeling, boys? I uh, So speaking of the chat, I'm not calling you guys out, but I expect a good performance from the chat because it's the Wednesday of the week of Christmas. Like, you're either not working, or if you are working, I mean, how much work are you really getting done? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. this is kind of a vacation, even if you're at work type of week. So That's I expect you guys chat to be champ. attentive. And if you, there you go. See, he's here. He's here. He's and, if, and, if you're, and if you're typing away, you know, like if you're typing away in the chat, that only looks more evident like you're working that you're yeah, working. your boss if he's even there is going to come by and be like wow he's like he's right. really grinding during the week of christmas maybe yeah. i should give him a little more on his uh kick a little bonus his way yeah and if you work from home then you kind of are your own boss so yep. you can tell yourself to suck it you know like just like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the show a little bit here i'm gonna kick back and i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna get it on the chat fantastic Precisely. sweater by the way thank like, you mom nice. water shout out mom water they sent it to me so dude your whole That's fit awesome. looks like you're getting ready to open presents on Christmas. Morning. I know, I do have my slippers on as well. I'm you not going to go full air you're, or not. Maybe I do. Like, Can I get it up there enough? Oh I got my God. On. You're incredibly flexible. Wow. I do yoga. Thank you. Whoa. That was Love good. It. Dude, we're getting double advertisement. Ad, the, the ads for mom water, ads for yoga, flexibility yeah. right there. Damn. <laughs> Highly recommend. I'm not going to lie. I'm impressed. Quinn, what is the, uh, what's the question of the day to get us kicked off here today? Yeah, obviously, big Christmas show. Whole week's kind of been Christmas related. But, big um, Christmas show. On that note, which NFL franchise has played the most games on Christmas Day? Oh, man. Wow. Great wow. question. It's got to be one of like the OGs, right? You know, go back you know, to. Since the merger. You know, of one of the, like, a, 
Bears, Packers, yeah, Lions, Browns. Get back deep in the bag. Um, I think you I should. I just go Bears. I'll just go Bears. I'll go Chicago Bears. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go with the Packers? What's wrong with you? Because I feel like I would have heard about it if the Packers were the thing. Okay. You know. All right. But not that this is like a. What are the potential options here? What for? do we got? Like Giants, Jets. Current current NFL teams too. I should. Yeah. Sure. Say, sure. Sure. Yeah. Giants, Jets, Bears, Packers. I've got a feeling it's one of those four. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I would like really have on the list. I feel like it'd be one of the New York teams. I don't know why. Just in my heart. Feeling a tug that way. New York. Do it. Giants. Do it. Yeah. There you go. I think I'm I think I'm gonna say the Giants. Go for it. I'm gonna say see, it. I'm gonna see if the spirit leads me one way or the other. Cowboys is obviously a really good guess. Philip Daniel, they're both going Cowboys. Jacob saying Lions. Raymond saying Packers. Abel saying Cardinals. No, how long? How long have Cardinals been around? They've been uh, around for a while, but like yeah, then they started St. Louis Cardinals and then moved to Arizona. I think they were an OG. And then they became a baseball yeah. team. Yeah, that. <laughs> or no, Chicago Cardinals. Steelers. I don't know. Obviously a good guess as well. Steelers been around a long time. Cowboys. A lot of people guessing Cowboys. AJ and Brandon, they're on my team. All right, I got the chat champ on my side. Brandon saying Giants. Okay. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stick with the Giants. You're gonna stay with the Bears. I, Liam's the only one who says Bears. I don't see anybody Bears. else saying Bears. You guys are on a two-man island out here, but it still might be the right answer. So you might get it. You might get it when it's all said and done. All right, you ready to get into these gifts? You yes, ready to get under the, under the Christmas tree? Find out what Santa is bringing every team in the NFL. So we've kept this pretty draft centric. We're giving you guys a draft prospect for every team in the NFL. Let's start with the AFC East. So the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. Forgot the fourth team. How, mm-hmm. could, I, how could I forget the greatest ending in NFL history this past weekend? Who do you have? What are your four gifts here for these two teams? We'll go, you, you give your four, we'll talk about it. I'll mm-hmm. give my four, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. All right, for the AFC East leading Bills, we are going to give you some interior offensive line. Oh, Basically an investment goodness. in the future here. First rounder, we're going to give you Osiris Torrance. For my money, the top interior offensive lineman in this class out of Florida. For the Dolphins, you get a running back, Defon Achain. Yeah. The fastest man in college football, adding to the fastest offense yeah. in the NFL. Devon Chain, probably, I'd say somewhere on day two, he's going to come off the board. Going to run the four twos. Um, speed don't last too long, though. So, Devon Chain going to the Dolphins. Jets, offensive tackle. No clue what's going on with Mekhi Becton and his health. If mm-hmm. you can rely on him going forward, even if you can't, you're probably going to need help on the right side. Broderick Jones is your man there to be the pairing. And then Patriots, Michael Mayer. We were going to talk about that one a lot, but it just makes a lot of sense. You know, now that I see Michael Mayer on the screen, I didn't have Michael Mayer in here for any of these teams. So maybe I'll pull a wild card and I'll throw mm. him in here. Maybe we'll just go live on the spot. Okay, for the Buffalo Bills, I'm going wide receiver. I think they need a wide receiver. Look, there's a reason why they brought old Cole Beasley back in the middle of the season. Yeah. They need an underneath player. They get themselves a Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think it's pretty solid, right? You got Stephon Diggs. You got Gabe Davis on the outside. You get Jackson Smith and Jigba. You got Dawson Knox coming along. Come on. Well, they're obviously hoping they can get what's-his-face, the rookie. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Khalil Shakir yeah, good, okay. as their slot guy. This is true. So. This is true. I put an extra E at the end of Devon A. Chain's name. But uh, we have the same thought process. Speed kills, baby. Speed is what the Miami Dolphins are all about. Raheem Mostert, speed back, one-year deal. 
Jeff Wilson, speed back, one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Draft Vonnie Chain and have that speed for a guaranteed four years on a rookie contract. Yeah. I, I'll also say Keaton Mitchell, the ECU running back, very similar skill sets, him and Devon and Jane, both undersized, but both going to run the low 4.3s, high 4.2s. Uh, we have, I have for the Jets, Brian Branch. Um, we have him listed as a defensive tackle there. Not a defensive tackle. would probably be the lightest defensive tackle of all time. Um, he's actually <laughs> a defensive back. He's a safety slash nickel corner yeah. hybrid, although... Wouldn't put it past the man to stick his nose in there in the trenches because that's what Tough. this dude's all about, right? The versatility, the reliability when you when he's tackling ball carriers of all different shapes and sizes, the guys that he matches up against at the nickel spot. I feel like his versatility would be huge for that Jets secondary and almost round it out, almost make it complete. So would love to see Brian Branch in there, but I, I do agree with your offensive tackle take. They could definitely use that too. Patriots, I went quarterback, man. I don't I, <laughs> Thank you for that. Was a perfectly timed soundbite right there. Uh, well done, Stav. That was well done. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking CJ Stroud here. I, I don't know how realistic this is, but the Patriots currently at number 16 overall. But I think quarterbacks got to be on the board for the Patriots. I don't think there's a ton of confidence for them moving forward into the offseason. What do you think? I don't know. I I think they got to ride with Mac. I think he was too good as a rookie at. I think you gotta look more towards your offensive coordinator position and your skill position. Get them some guys that can actually separate first before you give up on Mac Jones. Not to say that you know I'm not a Mac Jones apologist. I don't think he's going to ever join the elite of the elite at the position. But I don't think going right back to the quarterback well is is going to fix what's wrong here in New England. Uh, Phillips says that I do not have zappy fever. You are correct. You are correct. I am healthy. I am well, and I do not. <laughs> Zappy fever. Although I do think that Zappy's a great like backup quarterback in the NFL. I really do. Um, Phil also says like offensive tackle for the Jets, but also really want a linebacker or a safety. I think Brian Branch can definitely help you out with safety right there. Uh, Drew saying you can get linebacker or safety later, which is true for the Jets. Maybe that first round pick does need to go to the trenches. That's often what the highest return on investment is. Alex Diggs, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Gabe Davis. Let's go, baby. I like it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, AJ says, Stroud, good pick for the Pats. <laughs> the, um, somebody earlier said that the, the Patriots have invested so much in tight end already that for them to get Michael Mayer, it just feels like at that point they would have, what, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith? Yeah, Michael they're going to do it, though. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Live out of 13 they personnel. No, no I mean, what. they're going to have to cut these guys is what they're going to have to do because they're paying them too much. No, never. Belichick's always, like, been in the rules, and he's an innovator. What if they just run 11 tight ends out there on offense? Make you deal with that? I don't know how you do it. Just go that. heavier. Just, just go full war on the spread. Forget you getting lighter and faster. We're getting beefier and stronger. Yeah. Sigwally's egg. That twenty-one per, that twenty-one play drive from the Pittsburgh Steelers this that last weekend. Belichick. That's what the Patriots He's just are all been about. Watching that drive. Clock control, baby. Unreal drive from the Steelers there this past weekend. All right, um, next division. Let's go to the NFC North. Yes, sir. What do you got here for the Bengals, Browns, Ravens, and Steelers? All right, AFC North. Let's go. Starting off with the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to give you another pass catcher. Okay. This time it's going to be a tight end. Ooh. We're going to get you a guy who can. Add a little dynamism to that position. No, no offense to Hayden Hurst, but he ain't Dalton Kincaid from a receiving perspective. And just really round out this receiving core to give it just 
every single guy that's running around on every single play is a guy that has to be accounted for. So Dalton Kincaid, I think, would take that offense to another level, the Utah tight end. Browns, we're giving you some beef up front. We're giving you a run defender. We're giving you Keandre Coburn, probably the best nose tackle in this draft outside of Siaki Iku, who's going to go in the first round. Obviously, we don't have first round picked. means he's probably not going to get him. So Keandre Coburn, the Texas DT, breakout fifth year. He goes there. The guy I mentioned here, Keaton Mitchell. Give Lamar Jackson, the, one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the most dynamic running backs in the NFL. Just put more speed on that offense. Obviously, if you, Ravens fans are champ, championing, campaigning, one of those two words for Championing. change of offensive sort of philosophy, let's say. Basically, I'm just trying to say they want Greg Roman fired. Keaton Mitchell, I don't care who you have at offense coordinator, he's the guy you want in your offense with that, with Lamar Jackson quarterback. And the last one, Brian Branch. Talked about him already. DB to the Steelers. Him and Mick Fitzpatrick. He literally played the Mick Fitzpatrick role at Alabama. And he played it as well, mm-hmm. if not better in some aspects, than Mick Fitzpatrick. One of the best tacklers in the draft class. One of the best tackler DBs, frankly, you'll ever see. That guy can ball. Brian Branch to the Steelers. I would love to see. Uh, Daniel saying, I knew that Danny would get in on this. A Ravens, for the Ravens, an offensive coordinator who doesn't run a Pop Warner passing concept offense. Um, Daniel's also screaming at you. He's saying, brother, Mike, give the Ravens a wide receiver. Did you think about wide receiver? They don't use it in that offense as currently situated. They use... I do like Mitchell. I do like Mitchell. And you got Rashad Bateman now. And he's going to be good. And someone just shouted out James Prochet as the Misfit Toys yesterday, right? Oh, that's true. Oh, that wasn't enough for me to not give a wide receiver to them. True. Um, For my AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. They need offensive tackle help. Can't if I mean if they if they have a say in it, don't go into next season just being like, yeah, the guys we got, they're gonna be fine. I don't believe that's gonna be the case. I, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals taking Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle from yeah. Georgia. I think that that's a good target for them as the Bengals are gonna be picking later in the first round. I think that Broderick Jones, I don't know, that'd be a little late for him anyway, so we'll see. But it's Christmas gifts, all right? Get off my back. For the Browns, I could not think of another really good interior defensive tackle other than Siaka Ika for them to get. But you highlighting Coburn as, as the run stopper, that's the whole reason why I just put Dalvin Tomlinson here. I was yeah. just like, okay, go to free agency, go get <laughs> Dalvin Tomlinson. Like, I kind of cheated here, but we are on the same wavelength there. Ravens, Daniel, I did go wide receiver. I went with Jalen Hyatt, okay? If you put Jalen Hyatt's long speed and ability to take the top off the defense that consistent deep threat if you put that in this offense and you're actually serious about using him and putting him in the right situations as a consistent threat the defense has to always account for you got Jalen Hyatt as a speed guy you've got Mark Andrews over the middle you've got Rashad Bateman to play at all three levels of the field down the field all of a sudden J.K. Dobbins fully healthy hopefully Lamar Jackson fully healthy hopefully in that backfield that is a legit offense that's an offense that whoever is offensive coordinator in Baltimore should be able to say, we can run a wide variety of things with the Ravens. I would love to see Jalen Hyatt with the uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's a really good landing spot for them. And um, back into the first round, I think it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think it's a possibility. Steelers, I went offensive tackle. I think he's got to be offensive line for the Steelers. I don't hate the thought of Brian Branch being in that secondary. Definitely don't hate the idea of it. It's not like he's a bad player going to a bad spot there. But I think offensive tackle is yeah. more of the pressing need. And so if the Steelers are uh, going under the Christmas tree, if Steelers fans are sprinting down the stairs and unwrapping a package, I think that they want to see an offensive tackle, and I'm giving them Ohio State. The big package. The big package, Paris Johnson Jr. 
Yeah. Is that a new nickname for him we should go with? Uh, uh, you know, we'll have to run it by some people to see if that would be okay. But I think it fits in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, all right, Paris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle, going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are my gifts there. Any thoughts? I was a fan. I was a fan of the Hyatt to the Ravens. We had similar thoughts of just adding speed to the offense. AJ says, I like Hyatt to Baltimore, but they will not draft him. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Tamela says, Lamar won't get Hyatt because Greg Roman wants Michael Mayer. Yeah, Mayer I would. and Mark Andrews? That'd be cool. I mean, that, I mean that's, cool, that's a really zigging when everyone zags. For damn sure. It's not Belichick, though. Three yeah. tight ends. How are they going to go two tight ends when Belichick's going three tight ends? Ravens, Pats, must-see TV. You know who I really want? You know who I want uh, yeah. Christmas cool. gift for the Bengals? Who's your? That guy that was doing pass sets in the parking lot at the <laughs> yeah. Jets-Lions game. Get him in stripes tomorrow. That's who I want for O'Tack. Penny Light. I mean. Get him a Bengals jersey instead of a Penny Sewell jersey and just stick him right out there. Boom! The footwork. We went over. We broke down the film. The footwork was fantastic. Made the early contact. Got the hand out there. Dictated the point of attack. You love to see it. You love hey, to see if that. that if that was there. a Jonah Williams jersey, though, he would have got spun on real quick. <laughs> well, it would kill two birds with one stone because you remember the Sewell Chase debate. Well, you get Penny yeah. Sewell light. You get Penny Sewell, yeah. And that's true. You that's got true. Chase light. Yeah, that's true. Matt saying no. The Steelers need a CB one. I think if the Steelers want to go cornerback, they're going to have the ability to do that in this draft. Certainly, picking where they are right in the middle of the first round, there's going to be a handful of corners to pick from. Maybe a Christian Gonzalez, a Keely Ringo, depending on how high mm -hmm. those guys go. A Joey Porter Jr., which would really be something with Joey Porter Jr. getting to go to the team that uh, yeah. his dad played for for so long. I think that that's uh, that's pretty great. Um, well, Brandon said, I really want Michael Mayer for Trevor. I think he's saying like Trevor Lawrence. I don't know about like me personally. I mean, Michael, Ooh. I mean, Michael Mayer. Good seems, segue seems like to the cool, AFC South cool and who I gave the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, all right. Let's line them up. AFC South. Colts, Texans, Titans, Jags. Who Jags. I got them going tight end, but not Michael Mayer. Because I don't think that's what I would want in the first round pick. But I think in the second round, you very well may be able to get Oregon State's Luke Musgrave. One of the most oh, athletic like tight ends Musgrave. in the, in the yeah. draft class. Yeah. Uh, obviously, only played two games this past season. Went over 80 yards receiving in both. But he is dynamic. Probably the best athlete in this tight end class. Uh, not probably. I, the t on tape, he is the best athlete in this tight end class. 6'6", 250. Evan Ingram on a one-year deal. We've been preaching, you know, give him more weapons. Give him more weapons. That doesn't always have to be give him more wide receiver weapons. And, again, we don't advocate much for drafting tight ends in the first round. Juice rarely is worth a squeeze. TJ Hawkinson, I think most people would call him top 5, 10 tight end in the NFL. We saw his departure from the Detroit Lions mean absolutely nothing to them. So, Luke Musgrave, though, a little different type of cat. I think he can still help this Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Then we're going Quentin Johnson. Titans going back-to-back first-round wide receivers because they need to. Yeah. it's You can't just ignore it. You can't just uh, – and we saw with the Eagles how much they, you know, said, Jalen Rager, we effed up. And, and now I'm not saying they effed up with Traylon Burks, but just saying it's still a need. So if it's still a need, you could still go back to that well. And a guy like Quentin Johnson's a perfect fit for that offense with his massive, massive catch radius he brings over the middle of the field. Texans, no-brainer. Bryce Young, Colts, uh, not, not as much of a no-brainer. But if you're in the quarterback market, Will Levis with, you know, somewhere around a top five pick towards back in the top five, it's worth taking that swing in my opinion. Ours are very similar. Ours are very similar. We almost had three of the exact same picks here. Because um, if you go over to mine, 
we'll be able to see that I also had two quarterbacks going to the Texans and the yeah. Indianapolis Colts, and it was the same exact combo. Hey. Uh, I, I think that Bryce Young is, is destined to be a Houston Texan. certainly feels like that's going to be the case at this point. Will Levis just feels like a Colt. Right, just feels like an Indianapolis Colt. You know, Jim Harbaugh, the future head coach. Wait, sorry, did I say that again? Okay, sorry. Well, Uh-oh. I do think that that's happening. Um, Will Levis getting to be their quarterback there? It just feels like it's a, it, it's a match that they're waiting for. I have Quinn Johnson going to a different team. So I couldn't wrap up Quinn Johnson and make him a present twice. So for the Titans, split him in half. I like <laughs> split him in half. Clone him. It's 2022. Yeah. I like Parker Washington, the Penn State wide receiver. I think he's I underrated, man. I like I like Parker Washington a lot. He's a slot receiver, and so at that point, you're you're hoping that Traylon Burks can really develop into more of an outside wide receiver. But if that is the case, and I think that you've got two really uh, promising and athletic young weapons in the receiving core, which I think that they definitely need. And then for the Jags, I'd love to get them a corner opposite Tyson Campbell, a young corner opposite Tyson Campbell that they can really count on, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. I think that him on one side, Tyson Campbell on the other, that's a really great connection. We were kind of breaking down the Jags roster as we were breaking down their big win this past weekend. And it's like, okay, where are the areas where we really attack? Offensive line could certainly be one of those spots. So offensive tackle could definitely be a gift that they're unwrapping under the tree. But from where they're picking right now, and especially if they win the AFC South, Mike, they're going to be picking 20th or higher. I don't know how many great offensive tackles you're going to have to pick 20th or higher. I think it's more likely that you get a corner that you like, maybe a guy like Christian Gonzalez. So that's why I ended up going with that. Yeah, drafting, you know, how many tackles in the past decade have been taken past pick 15, let's say, and been immediately quality stars for it's not, not many. Mm-hmm. You know, like your odds after the top 10 at that position, a position like that, really falls off a cliff. So if they are going to be making playoffs, which I think they will at this point, yeah, I think you're looking towards wide receiver, cornerback. Those seem like the two positions right now. Maybe even defensive tackle, depending on the talent there. But positions I'd be addressing, yeah. Someone like Chris Gonzalez across from Tyson Campbell would be nice. Tumalo saying Jags defense doesn't need any more first-rounders. Give Trevor a weapon. I, I agree. I, I do think it's time to load up on the offense because if you go to where you want to go, if you're going to get to where you want to go, it's going to be on the backs of Trevor Lawrence's golden locks. I don't hate. I don't. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm certainly not opposed to it. But you do fast-forward a little bit. You got Christian Kirk. You got Zay Jones, which I know some people are out on Zay Jones, but he's certainly productive in that offense right now. You getting, you're getting Calvin Ridley. You're certainly making something out of Evan Ingram as well. How long is Evan Ingram there? It's a one-year deal. It's just a one-year deal? Okay, well, so that might be up for it as well. Yeah, good discussion there. All right, last AFC division. We're getting to the AFC West. It's the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders. What do you got for them, Mike? This one, my first one for the Chiefs, is probably the biggest pipe dream of anyone on this list. And it is oh, Jared Verse, the FSU edge rusher going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, what? is he going to make it to the back what? of the first round? <laughs> No. Yeah, play the sound bite. Yeah, I don't think he will. But man, would that be a perfect pair? Santa mixed up the gifts. Oh, he got the wrong name. Yeah, I, I just think the edge need there is obvious. Outside of Chris Jones, they've really been struggling to rush the passer. Now George Karloftis, you know, encouraging-ish rookie year, but obviously not enough to stop me. You know, even if he does turn out to be good, you still mm-hmm. could use another along the defensive line. So Jared versus where I'm going there for the Chiefs, Broncos. Right tackle help, Paris Johnson. Um, does he drop that far? Again, I'm not sure. Chargers, you get gifted a new athletic trainer 
training staff. <laughs> get these guys fucking healthy for once. You idiot. You're welcome. <laughs> realistically, maybe Jalen Hyatt, the Tennessee wide receiver, yeah, who realistically right. would be awesome for right. the charge. So yeah. maybe not first round. I That's too rich for my blood for a guy who's fairly a one-trick pony, but I think in the second round you would love to get more speed in that offense. And the Raiders, just get a good offensive line. Pierce Goronsky is your best chance in this draft, regardless of the position, at getting a good offensive lineman. So draft him. Draft him. There you have it. All right. That was kind of similar. I mean, I didn't have an off. I didn't have an athletic training staff for the Chargers, but I do well, think that that would be uh, a great gift for go them. Go deep in the bag. You'll find more better presents. You, you did. You went deep into Santa's bag there with that one. Okay, for me, I was similar wavelength with you with the Kansas City Chiefs. Except I was living on planet Earth. I was living in the real world. Mm. And I've got them taking B.J. Ojolari, the pass rusher from yep. LSU back end of the first round. So I agree, edge rusher could be a big need for them. Or at least that they would like to get younger. Very much more realistic. Area. So I'm going to go with Ojolari there for the Broncos offensive tackle. Wasn't sure how many of those top four offensive tackle guys we were going to get down by where the Broncos pick because they have the Miami Dolphins selection, remember, due to the Bradley Chubb trade. So I got Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle from Tennessee, who I think is going to be on the rise as we kind of go throughout this draft process. Handled a lot of guys well, especially Will Anderson when they played up against Will Anderson, which was definitely impressive. Chargers, yes, could go wide receiver. We've been clamoring for them to get a speed wide receiver. But if it's not Jalen Hyatt, let's say they're picking a little bit too high for Jalen Hyatt or they just don't think that he's worth that value – I don't know if you need to force it. I don't think you want to force it. Corner, all of a sudden, could be a really big need for them. J.C. Jackson and what he could be for this team, very much up in the air. Says Kelsey Ringo. That's my bad. I'm an idiot and uh, didn't put the E instead of the instead of the C. It's Keely Ringo, yeah. the cornerback from Georgia. Rare combination of size and speed there that the Chargers would absolutely love as an outside cornerback. And then Raiders. I did it. I did it. John, did it. You did do it. Bijan Robinson. That's a while. You let Josh Jacobs walk. You don't got to franchise tag him. You don't have to sign him because he's had an unbelievable year this year, and he is going to command a high price as a running back in the free agency market. You don't need to. You don't need to re-sign him, and instead, you get one of the best running back prospects I have watched in a long, long time in Bijan Robinson. So I was trying to figure out where I could fit Bijan Robinson, and I got him with the Raiders. I did it. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring on the hate. Silver and black. Bijan Robinson. Uh, yeah, I I would not. I would decline that said gift. Wow. I'd switch to. You uh, return it. Gifted. I was going to say I'd be. I'd switch to Judaism. I'd be start celebrating Hanukkah. Try to get something better next year. When Bijan goes off for 1,200 and 800 in his first year, <laughs> you, you can shut the hell up is what you could do. Okay, let's. Uh, Let's move over to. Oh wait, uh, yeah, everybody point out, everybody point out Kelsey Ringo. I know, I know. Kelsey Ringo's a hot name though. She's Kelsey probably Ringo a good would still girl. be a good. Okay, okay. Well, that's not where I was going with that, but that is of course where you went with it. All right, let's switch over to the NFC. We'll start with NFC East. Let's go Giants, Eagles, Commanders, and Cowboys. Yes, let's that. let's do that with the Giants. Mm-hmm. We're starting with some wide receiver help. No brainer here. Definitely need it. Jordan Addison. USC wide receiver. Ah, great pick. Former Bolitnikoff award winner. I thought, I think he's just the best, probably most best all-around receiver in this draft. Just a sort of safe, good route runner, good speed, can separate. Lacks a little physicality, some drop issues. Eh, separation's still king at the NFL level. And obviously Giants, with the receivers they have, 
could use said separation. And with the Eagles, going Brian Bercy, defensive tackle. Just the rich get richer. Javon Hargrave, obviously, his contract voids after the season. Will be a free agent. Pair him with Jordan Davis, and you got you got scary DT combo there. Similar with Commanders. John Payne after the season, free agent. Mm-hmm. Going to Yaki Ika. Mm-hmm. Another defensive tackle. Keep strength of strength. That D-line should be scary with him in the middle of it. And then Joey Porter Jr., Cowboys cornerback. Obviously, they covet length at that position. Him across from Trayvon Diggs is a long cornerback tandem so there you have it there's your NFC's guys I like Washington going with Ika I didn't really think about that but that's actually a really good pairing Siaka Ika was one of those players where I felt like I wanted to put his name in for like three or four different mm-hmm. teams and I tried to not cheat about it I tried to not go um, with the same player twice I wanted to uh, make the gifts all different so only could land with Siaki Ika on one team didn't get him with Washington but that's actually a really good thought I like that as well I like your Eagles thought as well because well I have the same one. I have Brian Brzee also going to the Philadelphia Eagles with them currently having the number nine overall pick. Makes sense as a landing spot from Brzee. Brzee and Jordan Davis in the same defense. Yeah, we both went. Brian, that is filthy for the New York Giants. Gator great Anthony Richardson, them being able to take a chance on a high-ceiling player like Richardson at the back end of the first round I think makes a ton of sense. Look, Daniel Jones has played fine. But don't let fine get in the way of you upgrading the position the way that you want, right? Your goal is not to be a fringe playoff team. Your goal is to be a Super Bowl team. Is Daniel Jones going to be a Super Bowl quarterback for you? I would tell you no. Mm -hmm. Take a stab on somebody that possibly could with an incredibly high ceiling like Anthony Richardson has. For the commanders, I went corner because I do still think they need corner. And with Joey Porter Jr., I know that's a very common mock draft pick. And for the Cowboys, I really wanted to get them a wide receiver. But I've got Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnson going to different spots because the Cowboys are obviously picking in the 20s and they're going to make the playoffs. So, again, I went a free agent here. Went with Darius Slayton. Switching sides in the NFC East, going from New York down to Dallas. But I do, they need they need a wide receiver. They need more wide receiver help. They don't just have – they cannot rely just on CeeDee Lamb. I think it's got to be better in that area. So, I think Jordan Addison would make sense here. A Quentin Johnson would make sense here. But I didn't think that they were going to make it. So, instead, you get the guy that – I think he's probably going to be the most coveted wide receiver when we hit free agency in Darius Slate. They're paying Michael Gallup a lot of money next year. A lot of money. $14 million against the cap, and he can't go anywhere. So I don't know if they're going to be making big plays in, in free agency. Class. Yeah. No, Not cap- that Darius Slate's a big play. No, the, Let's the keep ca- it real. The, the cap's fake. Eh. You can navigate it. Eh. Money's fake. Not with, De- not with Dak's contract. All right, what about the next division? Uh, right. Let's go. What do we have next year in the order? NFC North. Yes. Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. Let's. What you got? Ah, can't wait. With the Minnesota Vikings, we're giving you a second wide receiver because they've been feeding Justin Jefferson a lot this season. But Adam Thielen on the downside in his early 30s, getting towards his mid-30s. Obviously not the same as he was towards his prime. Uh, KJ Osborne, I'm not sold on. We're going to give you Josh Downs, the UNC wide receiver. Get a little dynamism to this receiving core. (laughs) A slot guy, but also adds the juice of a downfield threat. Love that for them. Probably an upgrade from Jalen Rager as well. And by probably, I mean, is an upgrade from Jalen Rager. Lions, Anthony Richardson. Lions fans that keep saying, you don't want a quarterback, we don't want a quarterback. Well, Anthony Richardson's not really a quarterback that you're drafting to usurp golf next year. He's a quarterback you're drafting for the future, for, you know, to draft and develop, as the old saying goes. So use that top five pick or whatever it's going to end up as on a different position, 
impact player maybe on the defensive side of the ball and then get your Anthony Richardson with that second first round pick that you're going to have that may be a little deeper now in the draft than was previously anticipated if they make the playoffs. Oh, the Packers are going Darnell Washington, Georgia tight end. It's just, it's going to happen. They're going to draft him or Brevin Spanford because they need a six foot seven, 270 pound offensive tackle called the tight end in their offense <laughs> for some reason. Uh, they've had Mercedes Lewis doing that. Darnell Washington's a younger, spryer version of Mercedes Lewis, who honestly is like even a freakier. Like, this guy's built out of a lab. He, he looks utterly ridiculous. He looks like Orlando Pace lost, like, 60 pounds and started playing tight end. Um, Chicago Bears, Jalen Carter, defense tackle, Georgia, best non-quarterback in this draft. Stick. Would be would be clutch for them to get Carter. There's no doubt about it. I like the Josh Downs one. I tried to get Josh Downs in here to a couple of different teams. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ likes it, too. thought that was a very interesting pick. I, I don't think I ended up getting Josh Downs in there, but this is a good, this is a good spot here. I like Josh Downs getting in and going that offense. I think that he would be a he would be able to produce right away for that team. For the Vikings, I, I think their number one need is corner. So I'm giving him Cam Smith, the corner, the outside cornerback for okay. South Carolina. I, I think that look, Patch Peterson's getting up there in age. I mean, they just need corner help already, even with the guys that they already have on the roster. So I think cornerback is is the number one need there for the Vikings. I have Jalen Carter in this division. But not going to the Bears. I have him going to the Detroit Lions. I still think the Detroit Lions have a shot at Jalen Carter. Thanks to their trade with the Los Angeles Rams, because the Rams are so bad. So this is the gift, right? Whether or not he would exactly be there for the Lions, depending on where they pick. I'm not sure. But if we're talking Christmas gifts, this is the perfect player, I think. You put Jalen Carter on a defensive line with... Aleem McNeil, and now you got James Houston getting a sack every single game that he's guaranteed for. You got Aiden Hutchinson playing better. I, I don't know, is Levi and Wuzurike going to be a thing when he comes back from his back injury? You hope. So all of a sudden, like the defensive line looks pretty damn good when you get a major difference maker like Jalen Carter in the middle of it. For the Packers, I give the Packers Jordan Addison. Thoughts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that make I mean, sense? Dude, you, I can type in any wide receiver. There, okay, right? all right. I typed in one wide receiver, and it's the former Volitnikov winner. And I got him going to the Green Bay Packers. For the Bears, got a little cheeky here. I opened up the gift, and it was a gift, and then another gift. It was like a big, giant box that had two gifts in there. One's trade down, so you're getting extra draft assets for next Christmas, and you can't open it for another year. Mm -hmm. But the other gift, to hold you over until next Christmas, offensive tackle, Peter Skaronsky. So um, I know that Braxton Jones is playing well as one of those offensive tackle spots, but... um, Riley Reef is is 34 years old. He's on a one-year deal. He's probably not coming back anyways. You can play Peter Skronsky on the outside. Hopefully, Kevin Jenkins um, is it, it, what he his neck injury that he suffered isn't something super serious or long-term because then all of a sudden you get a really nice core of offensive linemen. But I still like the idea of the Bears going offensive line in that first round. That's kind of my thought process. Yeah. I don't think you need to force one at number two because right now they're picking number two overall. So that's why you get a luxury. Trade back, somebody else trade up to go get a quarterback probably. You get an extra first-round pick for next year, and you get to pick a great offensive tackle in this class. Yeah, if you can finesse another first-rounder out of this, by all means, the Chicago Bears. You're, you're too far away to say one Jalen Carter and one Will Anderson's right. putting us over the edge. Yeah. Um, let's see. Alex is saying trade down with a team that's asked for a quarterback. I think that Alex is talking about the Bears there. Tumulo says, do the Packers have enough holes covered to prioritize wide receiver? Thoughts? Do the Packers have enough? I mean, wide receiver is a hole. So. Okay. All right. All I guess right. I don't. And maybe maybe Tumulo is a big believer in uh, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I, I, I'm a big believer. 
That being said, we're still gonna. Adam's saying you gotta get a Trey Lance type of trade. I don't think we're getting a Trey Lance type of trade. Like all those first round picks for number two. I, I just don't see it. You're getting a first round asset next year. That's just the going price. It's mm-hmm. what it's gotta be. But a Trey, Light, a Trey Lance price was pretty ridiculously high. I don't think they're gonna get anything like that. I agree. Okay. And, and also because with the Trey Lance trade, the 49ers were thinking they were gonna be a good team. You, you know, and it mm-hmm. obviously ended up being a good team. But like, they weren't with the teams that were going to trade up in the draft this year, whether it's the Colts, whether it's the Panthers, aren't thinking they're going to be good next year. So right. if they give up a future first, it's going to be like a top 10 pick that they're giving up in the future. That that in and of itself is probably as much as like the two first that the Dolphins ended up getting back in four nine. All right, NFC South, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, as you just mentioned, and the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you got. I'm going Tampa Bay Bucks first. We're going Cam Smith, cornerback, mm. South Carolina. <laughs> I know you want to sign Jamel Dean, but the cat magic is it going to take to keep him in the fold, him and Sean Murphy bunting. Now they got it. I don't think it's worth it. Now they got it. I think you say, hey, you're a tremendous corner. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the ring. Now we'll take a third-round compensatory pick back from mm. you and free agency. And draft Cam Smith in the first round. You got to hit some resets. You got to do some cap uh, soothing after what you've done the past few years. I think that's where you go. Atlanta Falcons, we're going Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech edge defender. Cross Arn of who's more of a pass rusher first. Never going to be a, you know, elite run defender. Tyree Wilson could be an elite run defender. That guy's a freak of nature. Over a seven-foot wingspan on the edge. Looks like, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the, I had a comp for him in my head. Forgot it. Who was, who was like Tyree the bad Wilson. guy? The, the, bad, the villain in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, oh, that nothing. was like the big rat looking thing. Never mind. Not coming to me. But <laughs> Panthers. CJ. Well, that's the Somebody comfort, please that's help the our guy Tyree out. Wilson. Somebody, the villain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Panthers. Is that going to be in the draft guide? Here's what the, I went The rat villain? Yes, from- <laughs> it is. Um, it's got a name. It's like a recognizable name, too. I'll look it up after this. <laughs> I'm going to look at the chat. See Panthers. CJ Stroud. Ohio State quarterback. Okay. That sure. one, fairly self-explanatory. Um, Shredder. Shredder. Okay. But that's not who I'm thinking of either. Shredder is the bad guy. But then in like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, he had one that was like a big rat. And then for the Saints, <laughs> the gift I'm giving to you is cap space. This ah, is the year. Yes. We're get, you're going to get all the cap space you want. Tear down this goddamn roster because you're going to have a top 10 pick regardless. Or yeah, it's not your pick, but you're having a top 10 pick with this roster fully healthy. So tear it down. And then draft Keon White, the George Tech edge defender in the second round, to try to replace the... Cam Jordan uh, fall off here. Sort of cheated on this one with the Saints. Uh, I think they need a quarterback, so I have Anthony Richardson or Will Levis because you're just picking one of them, and right now they have the number... No, no, no. Actually, wait. They don't have a top 10 pick. So they can't pick either of those guys. You don't believe in Andy Dalton? Uh, No. No. No, I really don't. Okay, the Saints one, I guess I'm with you. Just eat your vegetables... Take your medicine. Yeah. You're going to be bad. You're just yeah. going to be real bad. Right into next season with Jameis Winston. And your gift is... Uh, uh, it was fun with Drew Brees. That's what <laughs> yeah. I've got. That's that's the memories. The memories of Drew Brees is, mm-hmm. is my, my gift to you. Maybe it's going to be framed photos of 
better times in New Orleans is actually what I'm giving them. The Panthers, I gave them C.J. Stroud. They need a quarterback. You can basically pick one. Wherever you think that that range is going to be appropriate for one of the quarterbacks in this class, that's what the Panthers are going to be selecting. Falcons. See, I went realistic with this one because the Falcons are picking eighth currently. And I have them taking Jared Verse because I think he's a lot closer to a top 10 pick than he is whatever the Chiefs are going to be picking, Mike. Yeah, that's true. That one's true. So, anyways, gave the Falcons Jared Verse, one of my favorite pass rushers in this class from Florida State. And then for the Buccaneers, I went defensive line. This defensive line all of a sudden is um, not great. Uh, certainly with Shaq Barrett being hurt, with Ndamukong Sue not being there anymore. And they got a lot of free agents as well. Jakeem Hicks is a free agent. Rakeem Nunez-Rocha is a free agent. Um, Carl Nassib is. William Golson is. Like, so many of these these guys are um, potentially out of the door in Tampa. But they need somebody to play next to Vita Vea. And I like the idea of Siaki Ika and Vita Vea there. There's so much versatility of where you could play those guys because of how athletically gifted for their size. It's got to start up front for the Buccaneers. They've got some decent edge guys, right? Shaq Barrett's still there. You Hopefully, he's going to come back to form. You like Joe Try and show Yinka, but... The interior of that defensive line's got to get better. I do agree with you. If they let Jamel Dean walk, though, all of a sudden that becomes a major need for them because they're probably not going to re-shine Stromer for bunting either. Yeah. So corner becomes a very big need for this team. All right, last division. I figured out the guy. It was Rezzer. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Secret of Ooze. Yeah. That's the comp. Tyree Wilson. You have a picture? I sent a picture in the chat. Can we put it up? Can we get that pick up? I don't know. I don't know if we could do that immediately. Oh, Interesting. That's the comp. This dude's terrifying. Not the turtle-looking one. Rezzer. Is it up yet? Rezzer. Bear with us. Okay. Interesting. We'll All get right, it up. We'll, close. We'll do it in a second. We you can show, show Rezzer after we get uh, after we get done with this with this uh, with this division. It's the Niners, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Cardinals, the NFC West. What do you got for gifts for these? Guys? Gift for the 49ers is their scouting staff gets to take a year off. We get to take four rounds of naps before we're on the clock in the fifth round this upcoming year. They really a fifth round pick. Yeah, they've, they've strayed away their first four. Um, Antonio Maffi, the <laughs> UCLA guard, former defense tackle, only been playing guard three years, guy that I would draft on day three and try to develop at the guard position. Seahawks, going Keely Ringo, Keely and Tariq. Wow, I keep going back to that. Keely Ringo and Tariq Woolen would be just an absolutely sick cornerback duo. Um, that, that's just, I'm going to keep saying it from now until April 27th. I just will. Uh, Los Angeles Rams. They get the memories of a Super Bowl win is what I'm gifting them this year because whatever gift I give you is not going to come close to that for affecting your long-term happiness. So just keep that in the back of your memory. And then maybe in the second round when you do draft, you can get Anton Harrison, the Oklahoma tackle. Um, and the last one, Cardinals, congratulations. You had a top five pick. Hopefully don't screw it up this year. Will Anderson, can't screw that one up. If he's on the board there, you're picking him. And I think he very well may be with the Cardinals. Obviously, probably not going to win another game this season. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to correct you. You said the Niners don't pick until the fifth round? Here you go. Here's Rezzer. Oh, there's Rezzer, by the way. Yeah, it's the one on the left. So that's the Tyree, right that's Tyree Wilson's comp. That's Tyree Wilson's comp. Look at him. Dead ringer. The one on the left. The one on the left. Yeah, not the sh the <laughs> turtle with the spikes. That thing is fucking jacked, by the way. That's Sean Tucker's comp on the right. <laughs> Just the Syracuse. Actually, back. that's, yeah. Would that's you want to tackle that guy? No, no. no I don't really want to tackle, tackle Sean Tucker either. Um, yeah, the Niners actually have two third round picks. They have comp picks because oh. the Jets hired Robert Sala oh. and the Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel. Gotcha. So they got two two comp picks there. All right. Forgot I'm going to have them package the two comp picks, oh. go up a little bit higher in the draft, and my gift for them is Devon Witherspoon, get an outside outside corner. 
love Witherspoon. Not so sure he's going to be first round pick. Maybe he will. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But if he slips to the second round, maybe you trade trade a couple of those picks, move up a little bit, get yourself a nice little shutdown outside corner there for the 49ers. Seahawks, it's Will Anderson. Go get Will Anderson. Don't think twice about it. You need edge rush help. It's a premium position. He's one of the best there is to choose from. Will Anderson, the Seattle Seahawks. It's the gift that you know you're going to get. You know, your parents have kind of talked about it. It's the one thing that you wish for. Mm-hmm. And on Christmas Day, it's the gift that you get to unwrap. So you love that. Uh, Rams, Anton Harrison, I, I agree. You know, you got to try to go, go get something that's going to help out that offensive line. And then the Cardinals. I went defensive line on this one. Could have gone offensive line, but I went defensive line. I went Miles Murphy, mm-hmm. the edge rusher there, because I feel like he can play a variety of different spots for you. He lines up anywhere from a four-eye to like a six-tech, seven-tech, whatever you want to call it, um, outside of the tight end. So I feel like he's very versatile for a defensive front in Arizona that, that likes to get versatile, and, and he's just a really talented player. So there we go. That's yeah. what I got. It's wild to me. Miles Murphy, I mean, he's a dead ringer for Trayvon Walker athletically. They are going to test out very similarly, at very similar size when there like hadn't been a guy that freaky in over a decade. Back-to-back years are getting one. Wild. All right, there we go. Which ones did you hate? Which ones did you love? Let me know. Ooh, Griff says Tyree Wilson reminds me of Julius Peppers. God, that is hype. Yeah, I mean, they're just high they're praise, just, man. They're just fucking huge. That's I mean, that was like Julius praise. Peppers was. And I, I'm not putting him in that conversation. I, I think Julius Peppers is a little more twitched up in his prime and was a problem. But, man, Tyree, I, you just you flip on the tape and he just sticks out like a sore thumb. That guy's just going to be not fun to block for the next decade. Uh, Josh said his favorite pick was I Hate Them All. Noted. Hey. Appreciate you, Josh. Um, okay. Wait, Alex said I hate Scrooge. Wait, 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 wait. Alex said I Christmas. hate the Jared Verse Chiefs pick. Oh, wow. It's impossible. Excuse me? You can't put those words in that sentence like that. Tiago also asks, is Jared Verse worth a top 10 selection for the Falcons? I like Jared Verse enough for him to be a top 10 selection. I, I tend to think. Yeah. You, you, top go watch, guy for me. you go watch the Florida game. You go watch the LSU game. The LSU game's unreal. It's, that's top 10 tape, in my opinion. And now he was injured for a majority of the year. You flip on some other games, it's not going to look the same. But you can't fake the high-end plays he was putting on tape. So, yeah. Daniel says the greatest gift is this, just football. Oh. Thank you, Daniel. We appreciate it. Let's get to some bold predictions, as Mike said at the top of the show. I always said week. you didn't like the verse pick because it's not realistic. There we go. Thank, thankfully. There we go. It is. I, on Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, on Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. Oh, lead the way, Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sav. Appreciate that. Uh, and all the great sound bites that we had throughout that segment. Um, Rudolph had the clutch, Gene. Really great. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of the reindeer are just straight up haters. Have you seen the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have that you had seen, a bad what, locker room dynamic. What was yeah, the. They, what's, they only liked him because he let him through that one snowstorm. Like, why don't you just accept yeah. him for who he is? Fucking bullying him. It was like team. Tua Tungavailoa versus when he, was, when he was with Brian Flores versus now was uh, Rudolph. He used to get bullied, but now he's the fucking goat. What was the um, Fab Five? Did you see the, the clip from the Fab Five documentary where it's like what the other reindeer say about Rudolph when he's not in the room? And it's just the clips of them going like, pretty boy, soft. <laughs> <He's a bitch. laughs> yeah. 
That's the meme you're looking for. That that kills exactly. that kills me every time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Quinn. I appreciate it. All right, let's get to some bold predictions. Yeah. What are your bold predictions when you look at this slate of games Saturday as well as Sunday, perhaps even Monday Night Football? What do you got here for us this week? I got one. All right, and it's the Packers are going to beat the Dolphins this weekend. Now I have no uh, realistic argument to back this up. Other than that, I really want this to happen. So I'm saying that Brother. the Packers are going to beat the Dolphins this week. I don't know about all that, my guy. Look at that. Packers power rankings, ninth overall. Wow, it's true. You're right. No clue where that came from, but I'll take it. I feel like they should be switched. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't <laughs> know. If I'm... Go to no, the, pa- the Dolphins' D has not been good. Let's keep it like a buck. Since the Bradley-Chubb trade, Chubb's kind of like not doing much of anything for them. Their defense has been little suspect. The Packers is humming, are humming. All right, okay. I I have two bold predictions. One of them is that if Lamar Jackson does not play for the Ravens this week, Ravens are playing the Atlanta Falcons. There will be less than 300 yards passing for both of these teams combined. Oh, I love bold predictions like that. I mean, this is Desmond Ritter, game two, going up against the Ravens defense and a Mm -hmm. defense that needs to show up because this Ravens team needs to continue to stack wins if they want any chance of regaining the division lead or even to get the better seat with the playoffs. So they're going to play their heart out against a guy who's making his second start of his career. Didn't go so well last week. And Tyler Huntley, I mean, the the whole Ravens passing offense just looked abysmal last week. So we're going under 300 yards combined if Lamar Jackson cannot go in this one. And then the other one. This is Walt's going to blow a load watching that game. That's the future he wants, right? Just running the ball, yeah. Just absolutely. I mean, the, the rushing. We might get more than two. We might get more, we might get more than 500 yards rushing yeah. between both of these teams. Right. Um, and then the other one, Texans upset the Titans, baby. Hey, Texans upset the Tennessee Titans. It's happening. We're getting win number two this week. Titans are on the way down. Texans are on the way up. I don't know if they're on their way up. They're a one-win team, but played really well last week. Gave uh, gave the Kansas City Chiefs a run for their money. So I'm going with this one. I think the Texans upset the Tennessee Titans this weekend, which is a great segue into our final segment of the day, and that is our bro throw throwdown. I already put it on brothrow.com, okay? You guys can go bet on it right now. I put money on the Houston Texans. You guys can go see it, brothrow.com, backslash PFF. Money line? No, I didn't put money line because then mm-hmm. isn't it like people have to – wouldn't they have to put up then more money? Yeah. Right? So yeah. I just don't think that people would do that. So I just threw $10 on the Texans. Uh, I went $5, Green Bay Packers. Let's go. All right. So there we go. You can take your money if you want to. Head over to brothrow.com, backslash PFF. You can also, if you go to brothrow.com, specifically backslash PFF, you can bet with just the people who are in this show, people who are in the group in the show, which is really cool. Obviously, a lot of you are going back and forth in the chat. We've got some great friendships that we've seen develop over the course of this season and now you can, you know, you can take each other's money we've got a couple of bets that are up there already so go check it out bro throw is a great place to bet on games if you've never done it before it is you're not going through a book right it's not a sports book it's a social platform so instead of having to bet 11 dollars just to win 10 right giving the book a dollar no matter what it's just straight up i'm throwing 10 dollars on the line if i win i'm getting another 10 dollars. that's what happens it's easy very straightforward it's as if you are just betting with your friends so head over to brothrow.com backslash pff if you want to take Mike's money, if you want to take my money, you can see our bets over there. But you can also create your own bets, too. See if other people are going to take it. How much faith do you have in the Packers? $5? I feel like that's not a lot of faith, man. I mean. I feel like it's not a lot of faith. 
You couldn't throw a ten spot on there. Made of money. <laughs> Lost a lot this year, right? People Bell aren't supposed tank. to know that. Inflation. All right, Quinn. What is our question of the day before we get out of here? It is what team has played the most on Christmas Day? Chicago Bears. Going Giants. Going to New York. Football Giants. It is a team that is not playing on Christmas Day this year. It's Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, yeah. Old school, popular. They play five times. Yeah. Two yeah, or three. Get the, those island games. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of surprised Eagles, uh, Cowboys, it would have been a good Christmas Day game. Get some eyeballs. Yeah, actually. That would have been a great Christmas Day game. Yeah. Can't win them all. The hell is wrong with the league? Instead, on Sunday Night Football, I've got to watch Bucks cardinals Yeah, that's a wild I've got to, I've got to end my Christmas day with Bucks cardinals That's a horrible game. And then you've got Broncos-Rams-Island game. <laughs> Broncos-Rams-Island game. Speaking of people taking the week off, man, NFL schedule makers. I don't, think, that? I don't think they could switch it, could mm-hmm. they? Right, because it's different. They were set. Those are set. Those are, those are set, and you can't Pre-season. switch it. Yeah. Brutal. I mean, they thought, schedule makers thought those were good games. At the beginning of the season, you're like, oh, Kyler Murray. Oh, Super Bowl champs against the Russell Wilson-led Broncos. Nope. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We get Christmas off. Well, right. Yeah, just enjoy Christmas um, with your family. Uh, Before we got out of here, did want to say our condolences to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Family, passing of Franco Harris, truly one of the greats in NFL history. A Hall of Famer in so many different ways, right? Not just for being on the receiving end of the Immaculate Reception, but also such a great Hall of Famer off the field as well. Uh, He ended his Hall of Fame speech saying, don't forget us. And I know that that is something that will never happen, not just because of his play on the field, but also how he represented that team, that community, and uh, the joy that he brought so many different people. So I wanted to make sure that I said that as well. Do we have a chat champ for Christmas week? We do. Matt Beckwith. Matt, this is the long, this, this might be the today. longest chat champ that we have. I don't know if Thanksgiving week might have been a little bit longer. I don't think so. All right, we're getting an extra uh, day. Thanksgiving was Tuesday. I, yeah, I don't know. What was our schedule during Thanksgiving? Yeah, we only did Tuesday show, so that, that was a little longer. So the second longest. Second longest. Still, Matt. Fantastic. Congratulations on being the chat champ. You got to represent the chat, not just next Monday show, but also throughout the entire holiday season. Hope you guys out there have a fantastic holiday season. Whatever it is that you're doing, however you're celebrating, hopefully it's a lot of great friends, family, football, and food as well. We will see you guys on Monday morning after the holidays. We'll be right there to recap everything we see from the Saturday and the Sunday games. I'm Trevor Sykema. That is Mike Renner. For everybody in the production portal, and even Eli, who is away and in the chat, Happy holidays, everybody. See you guys on Monday. It's not about politics. It's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get in and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. 